everyone. Amanda Grace here with you. I'm coming on because I received a word from the Lord. I wasn't, sometimes I don't expect it. You know, the Lord gives them when he wants to give them. And so basically a word came and I wanted to put it out. So I came on and um, we're going to get into it in just a moment. I'm going to open up in prayer. And then, oh, also, by the way, Grace the Dove, since I started praying in the spirit in here uh, in the morning, has been singing on and off constantly. So that's quite interesting. I think they could kind of feel the presence of the Lord move in the room. So that's something pretty neat that's going on. So let me open up in prayer and we are going to get right into this word. So Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, we come before you, Lord. We praise you that you are almighty God. You are high and lifted up far above every power, principality and might. We give you all the glory, honor and praise that is due your precious holy name. Father, we humble ourselves before you this day, asking that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives, so you, your will, and your power become more in our lives. We acknowledge you sent your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua, to the earth, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb, the sacrifice for our sins. He willingly went to Calvary to die, to purchase us by the shedding of his blood. A transaction happened that day at Calvary. We were purchased and redeemed when that blood dripped onto the mercy seat. And Jesus Christ said, it is finished. Lord, we praise you that he rose again in three days, ascended back into heaven, took his rightful place at the right hand of the Father, where he victoriously rules and reigns forevermore. And we honor that, Lord, before this day. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we invite your presence in the presence of the Holy Spirit, Lord, the Ruach HaKadosh, Lord, to fill this place, to move, to saturate the atmosphere, Lord. Let the power of your presence move, Father God, heavily during this time. Father, lead and guide us in all wisdom, counsel, my power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. By the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of Almighty God with authority now come forth in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we rebuke right now any plot scheme, contract, assignment, weaponry, blueprint, interference, or strategy of the enemy, satanic agents, dark forces, unclean spirits, puppets and willing vessels and the like, and command in the name of Jesus Christ right now, it be broken, canceled, aborted, destroyed, dismantled, disabled, nullified, voided, blocked, bound, and cast back to the dry places and pits and areas you have designated, Lord, to be bound there in the name of Jesus Christ and not return or have anything sent in its place. Father, take all the glory for yourself. You are the potter. We are merely the clay. You are the author and finisher of our faith. Father God, every breath we take is because of you. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Okay, praise the Lord. Thank you. I always like to open up in prayer and just welcome the Lord in and let him go before me and have his way. So this is why we do this. Um, Every time, basically, I come on because I think the Lord has to be first and foremost. That's how it has to be. So, and you can feel his presence. You can feel him. When you invite him in, the Lord comes. Pieces of behold, I stand at the door and knock. When you open that door, the Lord comes in. His presence comes in. So praise the Lord. Let's get into this word. I have to tell you, this is a zinger. Some, some parts of this word. Uh, very powerful very poignant. Um, the Lord never minces any words. And so we will be putting this up on the blog, Amanda Grace, the number four, him, H-I-M dot blogspot.com. Okay, let's begin. 
this came at approximately 8.15 a.m. today. I had probably been praying in the spirit for over 45 minutes when the presence of the Lord entered the room and this word came. And this is what it says. All glory, honor, and praise be to the Lord of hosts, maker of heaven and earth, creator of all things, mighty God, wonderful counselor, prince of peace, and the government shall and will rest upon his, that's capitalized shoulders, and to his kingdom there is no end. And the spirit of the Lord says this day, where are the righteous judges, says the Lord, where are the righteous judges? Tears in robes, says the Lord, tears in robes. I, the Lord, am the righteous judge. I sit on the highest throne and I rule in righteousness. And I, the Lord, hold the scrolls of justice that go into the earth. And in this hour, says the Lord, the judges who have met with the justice department behind closed doors, who have met to attempt to fix, that's capitalized, trials, who have met to bring indulgences before the judges in order to falsely tip their scales before ever hearing the case. Those judges, I, the Lord, am exposing in this hour. Their nakedness shall be exposed, says the Lord. What they have hidden under their robe shall be exposed. Their written agreement shall be exposed to skew national cases, including a justice in the Supreme Court that will step down in scandal, says the Lord, and another shall be exonerated, says the Lord. For in this hour, the righteous judges, those who truly hold the standard of the law, will be exonerated, will be lifted up, will be honored, vindicated. Justice is coming to them in this season with a scroll of redemption. And justice as well in this season is coming with a scroll that contains the wage for their sin, meaning the other side, for partnering and being tied by a garland, a pact in order to take down who is a threat to them. That garland string and all attached to it by their finger shall be exposed. And says the Lord of hosts, from the depths of Hawaii, evidence shall come forth. From the depths of the sea, treasure and history shall be found. However, in this hour, the people of Hawaii need to turn from their false gods and their hulas and the embedded mysticism that has been in the soil of the ancestors. I am calling in this hour for them to turn as an even greater eruption and shifting of plates and grounds is set to occur. For the earth is groaning, says the Lord. That spirit of alcoholism and addiction broods over Hawaii. It broods over Alaska, says the Lord. It lords, that's capitalized, over it. There is a thread from Hawaii to Alaska, and I, the Lord, shall shake both. And in Alaska, there shall be an enormous shift as the ancestral ties must break for the spirits of addiction and suicide has so attached to the mysticism of the people for generations. And I, the Lord, am tilling the soil in Alaska to break up such lines and agreements. And a shaking in the natural of the ground and unusual flashes of light in the skies shall be evidence of the shiftings happening in the spirit that will bring forth fruit in the natural. For two nations vie for the territory of Alaska. Two nations are plotting ways to attempt to take it and annex it to themselves. For the resources deep in the ground, untapped, there is a new resource even in the ground of Alaska that shall come forth. However, the bears and the dragons and the genies of the Far East have been examining and racing each other for a way to take such for themselves. Watch and see, says the Lord. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, this whole paragraph is capitalized. 
I am God. There is no other. I am moving, says the Lord in this hour in your nation. I am calling your nation to repent and turn so the eagle's eyes and strength may be restored for it has been bound and blinded to cause the people to err and lose their vision of what your nation was raised up to be. They shall attempt to tear more out of the Constitution, your declaration, and the Ten Commandments even more. They shall attempt to tear and sever the law, says the Lord. However, I, the Lord, am raising up Joshua's, defenders of the law. I am raising up protectors, guardians, says the Lord, that shall be a shield to stop the wicked from their full intent. They have been positioned deep in the governmental branches as well in order to pinch that vein and stop the flow of the plan for full-on complete destruction of your documents and the law. And says the Spirit of the Lord this day, two names of two families, says the Lord, both attacked for their stances throughout the years, some laden with tragedy, two recognizable names of two families, says the Lord. However, does either fully cry out to me and have my agenda, my purpose, that's all capitalized, in mind? A tug of war where the rope drop shall be cut in the middle, split down the middle, says the Lord. Thus says the Lord, the Cayman Islands, watch the quarrel for the resources involving nations. It shall come in as a high tide, says the Lord. And says the Spirit of the Lord this day, this is the season, says the Lord, where you are being stretched for my purposes, where the growing and stretching, a more intense season of such for where I, the Lord, intend to take you. Stretching your faith, says the Lord, stretching your endurance, emotionally stabilizing what has been a seesaw in some areas, all for my capital name and purposes for you must be stretched and intensely grown in this season for you to carry the weight of what I, the Lord, have purposed to give you and the position and the influence for my name that shall occur. You shall go before leaders, kings, heads of state, in order for them to feel the true power and authority of Almighty God. I am stretching families, says the Lord. I am stretching families with very recognizable names. Their faith must be stretched to be redeemed. I have allowed certain exits, says the Lord, and certain oustings for those with a voice in order to allow the babbles to teeter and fall. And babble they do, babble that time is spelled B-A-B-E-L, in order to allow the towers of media and influence to lean and to tip and to fall. One media entity shall file for complete bankruptcy and be sold. And who shall take it shall send tremors through the media, says the Lord. It shall cause shakedowns across the media as heads scramble in anxiousness and fear. Because, all capitals, the entire tide is beginning to turn and high tide is coming in to disintegrate the sandcastles they have built, says the Lord. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, this election cycle that is coming upon you shall be the most baffling, shocking and head scratching that has occurred. There shall be unexpected surfacings and there shall be a parting of the parties and independents shall rise who do not want to be chained to either the marching elephants or the backbiting donkeys, says the Lord. Behold it to neither side. There shall be, all capitals here, a deep gap and split and civil war within one party, a gaping hole, says the Lord, including in a monument. What a spectacle, says the Lord. 
And thus says the Lord, the exodus in New York shall turn as new leadership arises, for they think they have bound New York for the sake of Washington, D.C., says the Lord. They think they have so deeply embedded their nails and screws of perverse ideology, of wickedness, blasphemy, of murder. They think that's capitalized. They have embedded it deep enough. However, that's capitalized, says the Lord. The hammer shall come and the back of the hammer shall be used to tear up those nails one by one. And then shall come a drill on reverse and it shall begin to lift the screws up and out. And then all that rotted wood and rusty metal shall be torn up, says the Lord. And the maggots and the uncleanness purged from the areas of New York where they have been allowed to feast and grow. For the governor's seat is not secure, says the Lord, as judgment is exacted upon the New York City Supreme Court as well, and the leadership that so allowed a golden heifer to so be idolized in the name of bloodshed and control of a territory where a battle ensued long ago. And they have attempted to create a cauldron of death, not only for the unborn, but that's capitalized for the elderly, says the Lord. This shall be exposed as one of the largest scandals to come out of New York and a deer in headlights, the highest seats in Albany shall be as an unexpected turn is coming upon that state. And says the Lord of hosts, In the heart of the Midwest, there shall be an incident involving a hunter and a beast. As coveted land, the shadow dragons and oligarchs and sheiks have so sought. Land that the federal shall overstep their bounds to attempt to keep a private agreement between the administration and those heads of state. For bears and lions and dragons, says the Lord. England, that's capitalized, says the Lord. Just watch their interests percolate and peak to be joined with the sheiks and to ride the dragon holding on to its headdress made of precious metals and resources that they stole from areas weak in leadership but rich in the earth. Taiwan, the Congo, parts of Kenya, and Central America shall be fought over more, including wars between terrorist groups, governments, mercenaries, cartels shall war with each other, even in order to build on and extract from what these areas have been deeply rich in. Some deep in the earth, new minerals and resources still unfound shall be found. However, righteous leaders must be raised up to block the nefarious plans that these resources so will allow. The cartel is building a bridge to the Congo. The scouts have already gone forth. Watch as this begins to happen. However, I, the Lord, shall put a ring in the nose of another entity and lure them in to oppose and block that bridge. So therefore it is abandoned for a season. Thus says the Lord, there's grace. Have your armor on in this season every day. That's capitalized, my children, every day. For as darkness waited at the door for Cain, so darkness and allurements wait at the door to weaken you and bind you. Beware of their delicate dainties, for they are deceit. They are deceit, says the Lord. Be sober-minded and vigilant, for the enemy roams about like a lion seeking whom he may devour. The lion of England is hungry for a kill. Watch and see, says the Lord, as family has become prey and an attempt made that will fall short of its mark, but bring complete shame and scandal as well as a resurfacing of a similar attempt that succeeded on a princess decades ago. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, the word, speak it. Do not compromise in this season. Do not slack. The enemy will attempt to tire you. The enemy will attempt 
persistence through others. The enemy will allow offerings from those who have compromised so deeply that what they speak is junk. It is salacious. It is superficial wafers that do nothing that's capitalized to teach and feed the people, but satisfy their obsessiveness with frivolous matters. Instead of feeding them the meat so they have the strength to bear the standard, I, the Lord thy God, am raising in this season. The body is atrophied, says the Lord. Part of the body is strong and part is atrophied and weakened and superficial dramas meant to allure the people and distract them are being spoken as if I, the Lord, spoke it. It is flesh, says the Lord. It is flesh. The flesh is entangled in the gifts. There must be separation, says the Lord. There must be a cleansing and there will be sudden turning over of platforms for those who want to follow and act with very little substance to give the people and a continuing of a troubling and deep brokenness within these vessels attempting to keep people on the hook. Watch and pray, says the Lord. Test the spirit. Test it, for I, the Lord, am a holy God, and I, the Lord, am clear. I am cleaning out the ears and the eyes of my capital people that have become filled with infections, filled with infection and clogged with fluid that they cannot hear and see correctly. Therefore, in their impairedness, they go with the wind, says the Lord. That is changing. I am calling my people in this hour to straighten up, wake up, and this is all capitalized here. Anchor in the word, not in a person, says the Lord. The person is a vessel. The word is everlasting. Anchor in the word, for that is your true source. And in this hour, as you drink from the deep wells of that source, you shall see incredible shifts and adjustments in your lives, and you shall move from the childish things into the mature things of the Lord, as I mature your fruit in this season to bear and bud and bring forth what I, the Lord, from my throne have ordained. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the King of glory, righteousness in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And amen. Oh boy. I felt that one. I'm sorry. My nose is like giving me a little bit of a hard time today, but praise the Lord. I felt that the entire word, I can feel the weighty presence of God resting on it. Um, I'm noticing at certain points during the year when certain things happen, just the the absolute power and and the reverence when the when the power of god comes down you feel the reverence you feel that awe um is 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 happening and is resting and um i will encourage you also i do this every day psalm 91 every day i recite it every day over me and chris And there's other things I say, too, that I will share some of them with you. First of all, I say, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I ask you, put your whole and complete armor on me and Chris this day in Jesus name. Father, I ask in the name of Jesus Christ, you fill me and Chris this day with wisdom, counsel, might, power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. Father, I ask in the name of Jesus Christ, you fill me and Chris this day and allow us to operate in meekness, gentleness, self-control, and the fruits of the spirit. Help us to be wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. Father, I ask in the name of Jesus Christ that you fill me and Chris this day with the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, the joy of the Lord, which is our strength, the favor that all we put our hand to prospers. 
Um, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus Christ that Chris and I would hear your voice, know your voice, and as strangers, we will not follow. These are things I pray in the morning when I wake up after I say good morning to the Lord and the Holy Spirit. I start that way. It's a relationship. So when I wake up, one of the, the first thing I do is say good morning to my Father, Almighty God, and the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKadosh. And I start to pray as I'm walking around because I have to go and, well, I have to go feed Duchess and I have to go give the parrots a snack and I have to get Cyrus and Missy out um, and Toby if he feels like going out at that moment. And I have to, um, you know, just check on the animals, go out, feed Archie, Moses and Simeon. I'm praying as I'm doing these things. Uh, and then once I get all that done, I get right into my office uh, to read the word. Normally I try to be, to beat Chris doing that, meaning I try to do it before he wakes up. That doesn't always happen, but uh, I try to do it so I can have complete focus before he wakes up. So then once he wakes up, if he needs my help with something, I can do that. But these are things I do in the morning because I'm vigilant about it. We cannot be ignorant of the enemy's devices. The Lord even said in the word, be sober minded and vigilant. You see, when, when you give a word from the Lord, the Lord is the word. He's going to quote himself. So he is the word. He's going to quote the word. And so be sober minded and vigilant. I'm going to give you the definition of sober very quick because I think it's super important. So let's do sober. We're doing this real time. The definition of sober. Not affected by alcohol or not intoxicated, meaning you're not impaired. So let's give the definition that way. You're, when you're sober, you are not impaired. There is nothing that is impairing your ability to see. There are other things that can impair your ability um, to discern what the enemy is doing or to see the attack or to understand what's going on. So we have to be sober minded, which means do not be impaired and be vigilant, which means what? Be persistent, be consistent at it, pursue it, be vigilant because the enemy roams about like a lion seeking whom we may devour. Lions are vigilant when they hunt. They are persistent when they hunt. So how much more do we have to be persistent and vigilant in order to stand against the wiles and the schemings of the devil? We have to stand our ground. We have to resist. We have to use the word as the sword of the spirit. This is the sword. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. We have to speak this more. I walk around the house speaking it at night too. Before I go to bed, I walk around speaking the word. I walk around quoting it. I say from the believer's authority, um, and we do purchase that for people. If they need a copy and they can't afford it, you can email us at hello at arcofgrace-ministries.com, and we will gladly get you a copy by Pastor Kenneth Hagen. And there's two scriptures in there. One from Ephesians chapter one and one from Ephesians chapter three. I recite them every day, pretty much every day. I recite them because you are being vigilant about it. That's Cyrus. If you can't hear him, uh, Cyrus and Missy, you have to be persistent about it. The eyes of my understanding being enlightened because when we're speaking that, when we are pursuing God over that, we suddenly get a deeper um, 
a deeper revelation of wisdom, a deeper ability of wisdom, an enhanced ability to see what others can't see. So I quote those scriptures from Ephesians 1 and Ephesians 3 in the book, The Believer's Authority. And we do that because why? Because in the book of Hebrews, it says God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. If the enemy is diligent, we have to understand we're soldiers in the armies of the living God. We have to be even more diligent. So God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you. Diligently seek the things of the Lord first. Be diligent in what you do. Be very deliberate in what you do. Be very aware of what is going on around you. When you ask the Lord for these abilities, he does give them to you. When you're persistent in the word and asking him for these abilities, the Lord does sharpen and enhance them in you. And you need them more than you've ever needed them before in this season. So ask for them. The Lord says we have not because we ask not. And when I pray many times, I say that. I say, Lord, in your word, because God is bound by his word, I say, you say we have not because we ask not. So I am asking in the name of Jesus. And I put him in, in remembrance of his word. And then I ask. Uh, so it's important. It's also important to praise the Lord and just bless his holy name before you ask for something and to honor him first and to go in rightful order before his throne. God is a God of order. He's a God of law and order. And so, no, that's not just a TV show. God had that long, long, long ago before they decided to do that. So he is a God of law and order. And so when we have things in the proper order, things fire on all cylinders. They do. Literally doors open, um, favor comes, things fire on all cylinders in your life. It doesn't mean you're not going to have attacks and trials because we are automatically at war with the kingdom of darkness when we're children of the most high God. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. Like we are automatically at war and we have to understand that. But the joy of the Lord is our strength. We cannot allow the enemy to oppress depress, subdue um, our emotions in, in, into an abyss of, of wallowing and sorrow. We cannot allow that because that's where the enemy loves to come with chains and put your mind in bondage. He, because our soul is attached to our mind, will, and emotions. That's where our soul is. That's where the enemy likes to take up residence. That's where he likes to try to plant seeds and till the soil and, and grow and bud really diseased plants and trees in our lives. Uh, and so this is why we have to be vigilant about it. We have to give our souls a bath. And I do that every week. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, as an act of my will right now, be loosed from my soul. Go down the list. Anger, depression, hurt, pain, offense, doubt, unbelief, worry, fear. Go down the list. Loose it from your soul before it ever turns into a tiny weed is way easier to pull up than a weed you've allowed to grow that now has such a deep root. You have to twist and pull and fight with it to get it up. So I'm telling you things for good reason, these things, because of the season we're in and because of the necessity of it in order to to snap our lives into order, to snap the body of Christ into order, because there is part 
of the church that does not want the body of Christ snapped into order because it doesn't help their agenda and their empire they've built and what they're peddling and their doctrines that are not of God that they're peddling. It doesn't help that. It hurts it. So they are literally fighting against the body the strong part of the body because they don't want to snap into order and they don't want the other part of the body in order because it shines a spotlight on what they're doing. And so we as the remnant have to continue to get right before the Lord. We have to continue to, to go deeper with the Lord, to have that open dialogue with the Lord and that relationship. Because if you want a relationship with the Lord, you've got to talk to him. Even if you're upset about something, you don't think as an Italian woman, sometimes I've spouted off and gotten upset and told the Lord and just gone off, you know, uh, like, like it's the 4th of July. I have, but he'd rather have me talking to him than not, you know, and then after I, you know, God, he's like, are you done yet? Are you done yet? Are, are, are you done yet going up? Okay, now let's talk about it. So keep that open dialogue with the Lord right now because there's a lot going on. There's going to be a lot of shock and awe in this season. Now that just flew out of my mouth, so I know that's the Holy Spirit. There's going to be a lot of shock and awe in this season and you have to steady yourself through it. Otherwise, do you know those blow up? Thank you, Lord, because this is a good image to give you. When I was a kid, you know those blow-up dolls that had a weight at the bottom and you could punch them and they would come right back up and they'd fly back up? I had quite a few of them as a kid, right? I should find one of them and put them in my office as a great demonstration. I may find one. I may go try to find one and buy one so I could physically show you. But the weight on the bottom allowed the, the blow-up doll, right, that when it was hit... It came right back up into position. It didn't stay down. It didn't go down. It didn't deflate. But when you would smack it because it was anchored on the bottom, it would shoot right back up into position, right? And so that's how we kind of have to be, where if we get hit, if the enemy tries to hit, we snap right back up into position with the Lord. We come, why? Because we're anchored. Because no matter what he tries to hit, we are anchored. And we may bend, but we won't break. And so this is, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to find one now. I'm going to find one of these and I'm going to do it live to show you. And we'll take a poll on whose face should go on it as the demonstration. We'll just take a poll and we'll see what happens there. So, but that's what we have to be. We have to be anchored. So when we are hit, when, when, when the storms come in, when the winds blow, when these things happen, there may be a bit of a sway, but we snap right back up into position and we are anchored. Uh, and so I think that is so, so important for what we're going to see, for what's going to come out, for um, for the baffling things that we're going to hear over the next year and a half where we're scratching our heads, going, didn't see that one coming. So just be ready for that. Be in the mind of that and don't blow with every wind of doctrine or every bit of intel or every bit of salacious junk that is being put out there because it's going to hurt your soul. It's going to clog your ears. It's going to disrupt your vision and you're not going to be able to hear or see the Lord correctly. Be careful what you're watching right now. Be careful what you're doing. Be very, um, be very intentional about it is what I'm going to say. So, okay. I think that's where I'm going to end for today. I know this is a bit, a uh, bit shorter of a broadcast, but I wanted to get the word out and I, I, I wanted to make sure 
that uh, I was able to get it out. So praise the Lord. Oh, God bless everyone. I felt that for sure. All glory be to almighty God. Keep the faith. Armor up according to Ephesians chapter six. We love you. Um, and we will we will announce uh, on social media when we are coming back on next week. God bless everyone. Hello, everyone. This is Amanda Grace. And I wanted to tell you, if you are interested in where you should invest financial matters, if precious metals, if gold and silver is something that you should invest in or should be a part of your portfolio, please go to bh-pm.com. That is bh-pm.com, Beverly Hills Precious Metals, Andrew Sorcini, who has been on Art of Grace before. He loves to answer our viewers' questions, is more than happy to guide you and to answer your questions and to help you in those financial matters. So please go to bh-pm.com today. Thank you, everyone. God bless. You want to support an amazing patriot that's doing so much for our country and be a blessing, you can go to mypillow.com and use promo code ARK, A-R-K, to save up to 66% or sometimes more off of all MyPillow products. They are so much more than just pillows. They have amazing bathrobes, they have sheets, they have slippers, they of course have pillows, and they even have dog beds. And I will tell you a fun fact, Noble, our pig at the animal sanctuary that many of you know and love, has indeed slept on a MyPillow dog bed. So if you'd like to be a blessing, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARC. God bless everyone. If you are looking for an excellent doctor, if you are looking to get healthier, if you are looking for guidance, go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. Dr. Mark Sherwood and his lovely wife, Dr. Michelle, have the Functional Medical Institute in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Both myself and my husband, Chris, and let me tell you, God bless Dr. Sherwood because Chris was a tough nut to crack on this. But Chris is finally on board and we are both patients of his. I have to tell you, they have helped us tremendously. They also have an amazing line of products that are excellent for your health and can help you get your health back on track. So if you would like to make an appointment with them or you want to go see uh, what they are all about, what products they have, you can go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. If you would like to grow your own food with what we see going on right now in the world with not only food supplies, but what they are doing to our food, you can go to amandagracegrows.com. These are amazing hydroponic growers. In fact, we have one in our parrot room, and this is an indoor one we have where you can grow food all year round, actually. Vegetables all year round. And we are doing that actually for our birds and our animals at our sanctuary. They also have outdoor ones. They actually yield 30% more and grow the vegetables three times faster. So if you would like to learn more, go to amandagracegrows.com. God bless. And I have to tell you something, they work. It is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics, over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar, anxiety, pain, neuropathy, to immune system boost, dog pain. They are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma. We are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and, and, and blood sugar and a host of other issues. I yeah. tried the pain patches and yeah, I gave them I to my uh, VP of operations also, Ronnie.
And she said they worked as well. She was yeah. quite shocked, actually. But she said they worked. So, and they worked when I used them. When you connect it to your body, the skin patch changes your brainwaves. This one is neuropathy. I actually have it on. And we use this on Toby, actually, because Toby's about eight years old. And from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously healing him, he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips. So we actually give him the doggy pain patches. What was he doing? He was running? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I walked him out and wow, he's boom. And he got power. I said, no way. And I don't know. I said, Amanda, what? What did you do to him? To <laughs> <laughs> so it's good.